Hey, what's up, everybody? Have I told you about Anchor yet? If I haven't, it's where this podcast that you're about to listen to was recorded. Now, Anchor is re- really the easiest way to make a podcast because they have recording and editing tools right on the app for you. They help you out with distributing out your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just about any platform you can think about. And guess what? They even help you out with making a little bit of money on the side with your podcast. And if you're really interested in it, Go check out the anchor.fm site, or you can even download the app right off of your App Store or Google Play Store. Go check them out. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. Just want to welcome everybody onto today's podcast. Um, I know I had a a whole week without recording and i really do apologize for anybody who was maybe looking out for the podcast uh, for for one thank you uh, if you all were looking out for it um i would I, I am trying my best here to go ahead and you know be a little bit more consistent when it comes down to the podcast um but i definitely want to make sure that if i am taking a whole week off then the next week like this one i am at least going to give you around three shows for the whole week now if you guys remember from now two weeks ago <laughs> I uh, mentioned that I mentioned that I was gonna go ahead and do a whole a whole week of podcast on the on the Dodgers. I did a whole pod, I did a whole week of podcast on the Lakers. So with that being said, I definitely want to go ahead and you know get started on Dodgers for today. So with everything going on with the Dodgers, they're well underway when it comes down to their series to their whole to their whole season. As a matter of fact, uh, let me actually go and pull up some numbers here when it comes down to it. We. Uh, Dodgers are still hanging on to the first place, um, even though if, to some people, you know, technically, I guess, is that we are in second place, that the Padres have now moved ahead of us. It is only a half game that, that we're ahead. So, I mean, it's super close when it comes down to it. San Diego's been playing some really great baseball. You know, you definitely can't, you know, undermine any any kind of their success or anything like that when it comes down to it this season. Uh, those guys definitely play hard. They play well. They have good players all around. Now, with that being said, Dodgers do as well. We have some great players when it comes down to it. We have some great uh, pitching. We have some great batting. Uh, all around, just great players. It's definitely going to be exciting to go and see what, what's going to move forward, especially now that we're getting closer and closer to the midpoint um, of the of the season so far. Uh, this, this year is just going by really quick, if you ask me, when it comes down to it. We're already on June 20th, uh, 2022. It we're more than halfway through the through the year now at this point, you know. So uh, it's definitely just just crazy how fast time goes by. So for anybody out there, definitely keep, you know, you know, just a uh, you know, just want to let you know. The older you get, the time it definitely you can definitely tell the faster the time time goes by. But anyways, you guys, with um before I go and continue on with the Dodgers, I definitely want to give you quick updates on the other two teams that I do talk about on this uh, on this podcast. The, uh, I guess we could start off with the Lakers. The Lakers are well underway their off season now with the with the season officially ending. Uh, for anybody who's been watching my who's been following the podcast, anybody who's been uh, following my Twitter account, you guys definitely saw that once the Warriors won, I tweeted out, "Hey, if you guys have been following my podcast, you definitely know that I predicted Warriors in six. I was always worried if it came down to game to going to Game Seven. And I definitely would have felt like the Celtics would have won in that in that moment or in that game. I really felt like it was up to the Warriors to go ahead and just close it out to go for the jugular. I always talked about in Game Six, you know that that whole 
being on the road vibe, that whole thing of them, you know, getting booed and everything and all this and that, they're going through all that adversity, it fueled them. It really did, I feel like, in that game six, because after, I think, like, the three-minute mark, you can kind of tell the Warriors kind of had control of the game. You can... You also were able to kind of tell in the second half, yeah, the Celtics were trying to make a big push, and they were getting there, but it just really was just too much. You you could really tell the difference or the, you know, in the experience the the championship experience that the at the warriors have you know the warriors have been through it done it over and over again now at this point the, with between that big three uh, i believe you can even include kavan looney in that you can include um andre iguodala those players have all been around for those four championships for the warriors including of course of course their coach uh, steve kerr you you definitely understand that, you know, the, the, the having that cohesiveness, that, that, that cohesion that, that that a team can have over over years and years and years of playing with each other can definitely pay off. I mean, if you haven't been able to tell it with plenty of teams, even even just a short amount of time that the, that the Lakers had for that 19-20 year, you can definitely tell that having that cohesiveness, uh, a, co- a cohesive unit, sorry, definitely pays off. You know, a team that's all on the same page definitely pays off. Um, And and that's just in general. It doesn't have to necessarily even be, you know, basketball or sports in general. In anything. I mean, in your your work day. Like, I mean, maybe maybe you guys can relate. If you have a coworker that you get along with, you know how they are, you know how they work, they, they know how you work, all that good stuff. You guys are really great at communicating with each other and this and that. You know, it makes the workday go by a little quicker. It just makes it go by easier. I don't know if that's just me or, you know, you, you kind of have a rhythm going on kind of deal. You know what if, you know what I mean? Now, if you have a, a co-worker on the other side, like that, like maybe you have one, maybe you work with them one day out of the week or something like that or whatever. Or sometimes their shift kind of overlaps with yours a little bit for a little bit of time. And or sometimes you just don't have to talk to them on a daily basis. But when you do, you're like, fuck, you know, you're just like, oh, you know, like almost kind of deal because you know that they're going to make life just difficult for you or whatever you're going to have to go to say or do is probably not. They're not going to like it kind of deal, you know, or or just the fact that you guys kind of, you know, maybe don't see eye to eye on a lot of things or maybe just have a, a weird way of working with each other kind of deal. You know, whatever the case may be, if you maybe you might understand what I'm kind of saying there, but. You know, overall, just in sports, you kind of notice that when you have that um, that bond uh, over working years and years and years together, you know, it, it just things just work, you know, when it comes down to it. And you guys are able to overcome stuff like that, like the Warriors overcame with the Celtics and with being on the road and all that good stuff. It was just really interesting. It was a really great series overall. I really can't ask for any kind of better for finals. The playoffs in general are definitely awesome. It just really gets me excited to go in and to go in and see, or the potential that the Lakers can make when it comes down to it, or the potential that the Lakers can have uh, next season. And we're hoping that this uh, off season is definitely going to be a way, or, or hopefully going to be moving into those right directions when it comes down to it. So it's definitely exciting to see what's going to happen over the off season. There's all kinds of talks when it comes down to Russ, when it comes down to who's going to be the assistant coaches for Darvin Ham. We already have Rashid Wallace as one of them. I believe they announced that they that they have another lead assistant coach, I believe. But I'll be talking more about that later on in the week as well. But what else can I tell you guys about the Lakers here? Um, 
it's just a lot of questions, a lot of things up in the air. Um, if you watch uh, LeBron James, uh, the his show, it, for, it was on HBO for so many years. Uh, I believe he recently switched it to YouTube, I guess, because that's where I've been able to watch him lately. And he talks about how he would want to own a team eventually, and he wants to own a team here in Vegas, where, where, I, where I live. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty crazy that he would want to go ahead and own a team here in Vegas. For one thing, we have a WNBA team with Aces, so it would be awesome to go have a, a, a NBA team here as well, especially with the Raiders being here, with the Golden Knights being here. We're only, sh- at that point, we'll only be short of a baseball team to have everything, you know, just about everything. Where I believe there's talks about an MLS team coming out here, so that's another big league uh, uh, sport as well. Uh, we do have the Las Vegas uh, Lights FC, and they're not a big, they're not in, I believe they're one of the lower, uh, I don't even know what to call it. Um, it's almost like a AAA team, if you would, for the MLS, if that makes sense, you know? So, or like a minor league team, if you would, you know, but for soccer. So, guys, with, uh, with if you guys did catch that when it comes down to the shop on LeBron's uh, show, he talks about that, how he would want to go ahead and maybe own a team and this and that. And I think that would be awesome. I mean, but it does get me a little worried thinking like, oh, what's LeBron's future then going to be with the Lakers? You know, of course, I'm always going to think I'm always going to look through those uh, Laker lenses, if you would. So we'll have to see what happens, but definitely go check that out. I believe you can find it on YouTube. He has a few other episodes on there. It's really cool. I just like the show in general, but check it out. The And then we'll, we'll kind of just wrap it up when it comes down to that with the Lakers here, guys. Uh, really quick about the Raiders. Uh, it, it's, wow, I don't even know what to talk about with the Raiders. It, they're just, they're going through mini camp. They're going through training camp and all that good stuff. They're making sure to get things fine-tuned. There's... All kinds of talks about the, the the offensive line, and I could definitely understand why. You definitely have a lot of, you know, question marks just because the only for sure guy there is Colton Miller at left tackle. Even in even in center in the center position, you know, you have Andre James, but then maybe Dylan Parham is going to be able to provide some uh, some competition there. And I mean, if he really is a clear favorite or a clear winner. You know, or better choice there, and ultimately, it comes down to I think what Derek Carr would want. If Derek Carr seems to be a little bit more comfortable with Dylan Parham, or or vice versa with Andre James, then so be it. You know, it, it should be up to the quarterback. I think you know, right? <laughs> and I mean, of course, if he's um, especially if the the you know, especially. If their ability to pass block or to run block to block in general is are equal or around the same might as well just kind of keep it up or leave it up to Derek Carr and see what he would want or see who he feels more a little a little more comfortable with uh at that point Denzel Good is actually back uh he was exactly what it was exactly what his name is good all throughout the last season anytime that he was in there or not the last season but the season before I believe uh, they kind of trained him on in almost every single position. He was playing right tackle. He was playing guard. He went back out to right tackle. Dude is, dude is just good in any position, you know, that you put him out there on the line. You hope that he can definitely go in and continue on that now after his injury. But the big question mark is Alex Leatherwood. Uh, Leatherwood, 
I, I had I had high hopes for the guy. I think that he would have been a great right, right tackle. Now, you definitely saw that he had some flaws and everything, and that's going to happen, of course, you know, when it comes down to someone's first year. But the whole thing was that he was picked in the first round. And for somebody to be picked in the first round, and especially that early, you don't really expect there to be so many bumps in the road, if you would. At least that's the way that uh, that's the way that I kind of heard or the way that I kind of took things when it came down to some of the talks about him, you know, earlier in the season last year. Now, it's looking like this season or this uh, this up uh, this offseason, at least and during training camps and all that, that they're kind of bouncing him around, going to guard, going to right tackle, going to guard, going to right tackle. And that's and that's awesome. I think it's going to be a great way to provide competition and I really do think that he should be able to prevail and come out in that right tackle position. So then that way you can leave up that guard position if you can, if you want, for maybe Denzel Good, maybe Dylan Parham, who knows. Whatever the case would be, I really think that that would be kind of the best option. Or who knows if maybe, I don't know, one of the rookies come out there and, and shows out. We'll have to go ahead and see. There's definitely all kinds of question marks when it comes down to it. We'll just have to see later on once it, once it, get, once it gets closer and closer to the season. But uh, lastly here, guys, I definitely don't want to make this one a super long podcast. I, I just wanted to, wanted to finish off here with the Dodgers. So, guys, Dodgers are still going through a little bit of struggles. It is, it is absolutely hilarious seeing that they're struggling right now when they're still first in the division. But compared to how they were starting off the season, you definitely can see that there's some struggles. Um, one of the big things is their pitching. Uh, they've been able to get some runs up, uh, just not when they really need them sometimes, I guess. You know, <laughs> if, you, if, if you'll notice what I'm talking about, if you're looking at the uh, scoreboards or if you're looking at the past couple scores, uh, especially if you watch the past few games or maybe even, I don't know, uh, I don't know, a handful of games in the last, I don't know, 10 or so games or so, whatever, then you'll notice that the starting pitching is 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 really lacking. And when it is doing good, you know, everything's great. When it comes down to it, you have Tony Gonsolin, who's been on fire. You have Tyler Anderson, who's been on fire. They're both undefeated. They both have eight wins in a the next game tomorrow, I uh, believe Gonsolin's actually going to be taking the mound. He could potentially become 9-0. Both of these guys have ERAs under, I believe, 1.5. Uh, that's definitely ridiculous for them to be allowing less than two runs a game. And those are a lot of the games where, unfortunately, the Dodgers are blowing out these games where they're getting 7, 8, 9, 10 runs. And... You're like, can't you save some of those for the really close ones that you guys are barely losing by like a, a two runs or three runs when you yourselves are only able to get like two runs? And, I, and you know, you kind of, you're kind of like, damn, like, you know, kind of wondering like, why are your bats going cold in this game? But of course, pitching, the fielding, all kinds of factors come into that and everything. But you really hope that at some point they can get some kind of a momentum going. Uh, you definitely hate to see some of the stuff that's been going on lately. Walker Bueller is um, injured right now, so he's going to be recovering or, or going through uh, recovery when it comes down to that. You have Mookie Betts, who is on the IL list as well. He has a couple cracked ribs, if I'm not mistaken. So you definitely are sad to go to see all that. Uh, you are happy to see that, you know, because uh, let me let me talk about this guy, Tyler Anderson, for a little bit here, guys. 
this guy kind of uh, he didn't really bounce around the league i believe his, he's in his eighth season or fifth season something like that or wow that's a big jump now uh i want to say like seventh or eighth season i want to say maybe it might be less but he played like four or five like four or five seasons with the rockies that's who he got drafted by he played with the with the giants for one year and he played with the pirates last season maybe that's why you'll kind of notice his name if you may be like, hey, that guy looks familiar or something, you know, or maybe I've seen that name before or something like that. That's going to be why he's kind of been right around in the division or with teams that we kind of play every single year. Now, the dude is absolutely ridiculous. The dude is 32 years old. A lot of the talks about him when he first entered into the into the league was if you guys if this guy gets some run support, he'll be amazing because you had flirted every single year 400 win percentage 500 win percentage a little bit above 500 open win percentage but never 600 or anything and this dude is undefeated this year like i hope i, I really i'm like i'm gonna knock on wood as soon as i can but i really do i really this guy is just really great i hope he definitely continues on i hope he definitely shows us more and more of what he's capable of and um just kind of shows you know the other teams that he played with that hey you guys didn't give me run support you guys didn't give me what i needed when i when i was here and now i got it so haha we don't kind of deal it is um definitely great to go in and see him prevailing you know you definitely always like to go in and hear stories like that and this and that you know people who are teams and people fans that thought a player was done kind of deal and then he gets like a resurrected kind of deal whatever they you know kind of whatever now the other guy tony gonsolin this guy is just um a farm guy this guy is kind of just growing up within the system of the dodgers and dudes finally it's his breakout year you know definitely like to go in and see it you really would want to see uh dustin may out there with him you know showing off what he got as well but i believe that's going to be coming up pretty soon it is going to be great to go in and see all that because you definitely uh you definitely see that the pitching staff needs some uh some reinforcements you know when it comes down to it uh, so we'll see when, when all that comes up. We'll see what happens uh, later on down the season as well. Uh, the Dodgers got a couple couple crazy ones right now. We got the Reds coming up. Uh, they're actually going to be heading out to Cincinnati for those. Uh, that's going to be next. Uh, that's actually going to be tomorrow. That's um, Tony Gonsolin's next start. So hopefully you can make that 9-0. You are anticipating, at least I am, <laughs> at least I'm anticipating, you know, for them to hopefully come out with two out of the three wins there, if maybe not, hopefully a sweep. Uh, this, the Reds are really just not doing all that great this year, but we'll see what happens. After that, I want to say that they got the, hmm, the Rockies? I want to say it was the Rockies, and then and then after that, it's the Padres. Or the Padres. Um, so those are really big games when it comes down to it. You know, you have the division all right there. And then the Padres are going to be right there competing probably for number one. That's going to... Those three games between them are probably going to make a big difference in who's going to be leading or something like that moving forward. So we'll see what happens, um, at least for the meantime, you know. you know, Because, of course, it's a long season and everything. Lots of time, lots of games. You know, we'll see what happens. But that's gonna pretty much just wrap it up here, guys. I didn't want to, I didn't want to carry on so much when it came down to it. I definitely appreciate everybody listening. Definitely hope you continue on listening. Uh, definitely, if you guys aren't already, check me out on my on my social media accounts. You can definitely find me on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram. 
West Coast Pod 702. Again, West Coast Pod 702. You can hit me up on my email account as well. It's West Coast Sports Podcast at gmail.com. Again, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Definitely hit me up if you guys have any questions, if you guys just want to talk sports. If you guys are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, by the way, guys, definitely hit me up with a five star review. Uh, share, tell me whatever you guys want, blah, blah, blah. If you guys want me to share it onto the podcast, I will. If not, then I'll just appreciate the kind words or any words. Even if you say, hey, your podcast sucks, but you, if you give me five stars, I don't care. I'm okay. <laughs> but uh, definitely appreciate everybody. Hope you pass it on to any friends, family members, loved ones. Uh, but until next time, guys, I hope you guys take care. I'll be talking to you guys, if not tomorrow, then on Wednesday for sure. Uh, remember, three podcasts coming up this uh, this week to make up for, ne- for last week. All right. So until next time, guys, peace.